Welcome everyone to another FPL One Pointer podcast. Um, I am the FPL Scotsman and today we are going to be um, looking ahead to game week 24. Um, the first double game week since game week 19 and it looks to be the first of quite a few in the up and coming weeks. So I am going to uh, get in uh, to my team and what transfers I'm making and um, some of the popular players going into the double game week and my plan uh, for game week 26 but first of all we are going to cover game week 23 and if you guys followed me on my socials you'd know that it wasn't exactly the best game week for myself it could have been a lot worse than, than what it ended up to be um because of certain you know players um and yeah i mean the transfers didn't pay off the captaincy didn't pay off the the, the players i chose to not go with this week did well um so yeah, I mean, it was a pretty terrible week, but as I said before, the rank looks bad, but actually it was a lot worse until a few players performed. So I'm sort of okay with it because it ended the game week ended on a, a good note, let's say that anyway. But uh, game week 23, I'm just going to round up the game week and how um, it went um, and how the Premier League scores shaped up. Uh, so Arsenal um, lost at home to Aston Villa. Uh, 1-0, Ollie Watkins on the score sheet again, Martinez with a nine-pointer who I benched and um, yeah, another you know, to another clean sheet for Villa um, another assist for Bertrand Traore a Grealish blank, um, which is a little disappointing, but nothing to get worked up over um, Burnley won, Brighton won um, if you guys know, I brought in Nick Pope and Ben White this week and I was hoping for 0-0 um, but ended up being that they both scored, so that game could not have gone worse for me, um, to be honest. But um, yeah, uh, Lewis Dunk uh, picking up the goal. Um, I actually chose the wrong Brighton defender, which was an absolute mare. Um, so annoyed about that, but anyway. And um, I, I can't even remember exactly who scored for Burnley. I think I'm, I'm not quite sure who it was, um, but it ended 1 1 anyway. Um, I was so mad at uh, Brighton conceding that goal that I didn't even check who uh, scored for Burnley. Uh, Newcastle at the same time beat Southampton 3-2. Um, you know, Joe Willard getting a goal, Minamino getting a goal. Um, I think, um, yeah, Che, Ad- che Adams got like a- an assist as well. Um, so, yeah, I honestly, Maximum got two assists. So it was quite a hectic game. Also a red card for uh, for Newcastle, sorry, um, as well. So, yeah, it was quite a hectic game that, but none, no assets that I owned. And to be honest, most assets in that game weren't highly owned unless you were a Southampton defender owner. Uh, Fulham goalless against West Ham. Uh, red card for Thomas Suchek, which got overturned, and a blank for Antonio. But if you owned a West Ham defender, well done. They got the clean sheet. And then to round up Saturday, it was United 3, Everton 3. Uh, goals for Bruno Fernandes, Edison, uh, Cavani. Um, and I, I can't believe it. A goal on assist for Dominic Carvert Lewin um, as well. Uh, who I benched this week. I think also James Rodriguez got on the score sheet, so if you're looking at him, uh, he's not a bad option now, but I think he may have picked up a calf injury. Um, he didn't. He missed the FA Cup last night, so um, yeah, maybe, maybe avoid him, but that was a really you know good point for Everton, and they showed they can score goals now, and Carver-Lewin's back on, back on form again. And then on to Sunday, uh, Spurs 2, West Brom 0, Harry Kane's back. Uh, Mourinho did one of his little tricks again, and where he didn't tell us that it was happening, and 
um, yeah, I mean, he deceived us and came back, which meant Son was a a better player. Um, and if I knew that, I would have brought Son in and captained him. And Son got a 10-pointer of a goal and two bonus points. Kane uh, got himself a goal and two bonus points as well. Um, and a queen sheet for Spurs if you owned any Spurs defenders. And then Wolves Leicester 0-0. Um, if you want any Wolves or Leicester defenders, well done. James Justin getting a nine-pointer, my arch nemesis. And then to close off Sunday, uh, Liverpool won City 4 and Sheffield United won Chelsea 2. Um, Rudiger getting an own goal, so if you picked up him this week, that was that was a, quite, quite a bad choice. Well, not, not a bad choice, just really unlucky. And then Liverpool, Salah getting the score sheet. Gundogan with a double and a penalty miss. Foden with a goal and two assists. And Raheem Sterling with a goal. So that is basically rounding up um, what happened in game at 23. Um, the one-pointers this week, um, people have been added to the one-pointer club, um, are Ruben Diaz, who got a yellow card and not a clean sheet. Um, Callum Wilson got one point, uh, came off early with a hamstring injury and looks to be out for the next six to eight weeks. Uh, Vardy came on in the 60th minute, didn't do much, he got a one-pointer. Uh, Tyreek Mitchell got a one-pointer. Um, Alex McCarthy got a one-pointer. Ben Mee got a one-pointer. Dini got a one-pointer and Harry Maguire got a one-pointer. So those are the, the mainly um, owned players who got one point this week. So getting into my team this week, um, it was a red arrow from 40k to 61k. But as I said before, it was a lot worse. Um, I think it was, yeah, it was going into the City game, I was at 100k. Um, you know, because people like Justin and Bruno Captainers and Martinez being benched, Carver Loon being benched. There's a lot of different um, aspects as to why my rank was so low. Oh, and well, it, was, it was mainly Son. It was so so highly owned this week and he got 10 points. Um, so, yeah. But then obviously Gundawan got, got me the. Gundawan and Dallas got me points this week. So, um, they um, basically rose my rank from 100. Well, Gundawan rose it to about 80k and then Dallas to 60. So, 20k each because they both got double digit hauls this week which was really really pleasing um so yeah i ended in 57 points um antonio captaincy blank um listen my captaincy this year has been pretty shocking so just you you you'd never call it west ham would play so badly against fulham and fulham would play so well um considering the form of the two teams but it just so happens that i captain antonio and that happens so i'm just hoping i can get the captaincy nailed this week for the double game week. Um, yeah, Gundogan Dallas, I said, with Halls and DCL benched, obviously, which was disappointing. Um, Pope and White Blanks, as I mentioned. Um, Suchik, red card. Never, it's never a red card, and I should be I should have three extra points, and we should be on the sixth day right now, but Mike Dean is doing what Mike Dean does, really. Uh, Salah and Fernandez both on seven points. Uh, Grebush with a two-pointer. And Patrick Bamford with a six-pointer up front for me. So yeah, anybody who was in my captaincy thoughts, whether it was um, Salah, Fernandez, uh, Gundogan, Bamford, um, were all better than Antonio this week. So it's really disappointing to get the captaincy blank this week when so many of the options got scores this week. So yeah, disappointing. But all we can do is move on to the next game week. Um, and speaking of the next game week, it is game week 24, the double game week 24. And yeah, I mean, right now my team is quite interesting. Um, it was looking absolutely fine. And then the FA Cup happened last night. And there's a few things I want to talk about in terms of 
injuries and knocks and stuff. And if you're watching, if you're listening to this now, you'd probably know it by now. But um, uh, Antonio, obviously, after the Fulham game, got a bit of fatigue. So we're waiting for what Moyes has to say on him. Um, but I think he'll be okay for the weekend. If not, then I'll transfer him out and we'll talk about that in a minute. Um, Diaz seems to have a fever, um, Guardiola said last night after the FA Cup game. Um, didn't see him training for squad today, but um, I think he'll be okay. It's Ruben Diaz. He's, you know, he, 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 Ruben Diaz is a fighter, and I think everyone can tell that on the pitch. I think you, he'd probably play for a, play for a fever if he could. So, yeah, I think I'm, I think I'm fairly confident that Diaz will play. Uh, Nick Pope got a little injury, but Dyche says he's okay, so he's not flagged anymore. Um, Dominic Carvet Lewin. And picked up a wee tightness in his hamstring, so um, we'll find out from Ancelotti tomorrow whether he will be available for the weekend. He'd be a big blow for my fantasy team if he wasn't available, um, because it's a double game week. He's quite he's quite a good option this week, so that'd be disappointing. And then finally, Charlie Taylor, who Sean Dyche said is touch and go. He could be in the team. He could not be. It's very uncertain at the moment. So I'll get into what I'm going to do uh, with him at the moment. But those are the flags right now. There's also um, James Justin as well, who came off in the FA Cup as well. So, yeah, there's a few few things to think about. So, yeah, my team this week, um, I'm going to, yeah, basically this this would be the team if Carvert-Loon was, av- if everybody was available anyway. Um, so it'd be Pope and Goal, who's got Palace and Fulham, uh, Cancelo, Diaz and Charlie Taylor. Um, so, yeah, with Charlie Taylor, um, he's touching Goal. Um, so I think he will play the film game, the second of the two games in the double game week. Um, I'm not too confident he will play the first game against Crystal Palace, um, which is a shame. But when I look at it, I've got Dallas who plays Arsenal and Ben White who plays um, Aston Villa. And my thinking is that if I just exclude the fact that Taylor is a double game week and just look at that film fixture, which he's most likely to play, because, you know, Sean Dyche said he's he's getting he's getting fitter by the day, so I think he'll be available for next 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 midweek. So if I look at Fulham at home for Charlie Taylor against Dallas, who plays Arsenal away, and White who plays Villa at home, I think I might just play Charlie Taylor anyway. And if he doesn't play the first game, okay. But if he gets a clean sheet in the second game, then we're laughing. Um, it's a better fixture than the two single errors on my bench. So I think I'm going to keep Charlie Taylor on my team actually, and then we'll see we'll see how it goes. Um, so yeah, that's basically I basically made my mind up on that already, to be honest. And uh, no matter what Sean Dyche said, um, unless Sean Dyche said he's still really badly injured, but it was touch and go. He's regaining fitness, so that to me says he'll be back really, really soon. Um, and there's no plan in getting rid of him because Burnley now have a double game week in twenty six. Well, they don't officially have it, but they got um Leicester through in the FA Cup, who they who they were meant to play in blank twenty nineteen. So they are likely to get a double game week in twenty six. And Taylor is definitely my plans in terms of is he's in my plans for game of twenty six, so happy to hold him. Um midfield, uh, Fernandez, Grilosh, Salah, um, and um Gundawan, who's got Spurs and Everton in the double game week. And up front we've got Antonio, who uh, is Sheffield United, Bamford at Arsenal, and Carver Lewis double game week. Um so yeah, that would be my team if everybody was fit. Um so yeah, uh, I'm gonna touch on captain safe. Just, 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 just before I go on about what would happen in a certain scenario in terms of people being injured and being out of the games, but 
Um, captaincy this week's between Bruno Fernandes, Gundogan, and Nick Pope. Um, yes, I said Nick Pope. Um, <laughs> um, so yeah, um, Bruno Fernandes has the best fixture at the game week, but he's not got a double game week, so I'm looking at it from that point of view. He got rested in the FA Cup, and Pogba's out injured as well, which makes him even a bit a much better option. So yeah, he's a really tough player to not captain this week, but he's not a double game weeker. Um, Ilkay Gundogan got taken off in the FA Cup. Rodri seems fine after being taken off in the FA Cup, which means Gundogan probably won't play further back, which is great. And yeah, I mean, he got he got taken off early, so I'd think Pep would play him in both games. Um, and if he does anything like he did against West Brom or Burnley or Liverpool in one of these two games, the captaincy is going to be brilliant. So yeah, I mean, it's quite a interesting one, isn't it? Um, and then Nick Pope, um, for me, the Palace game is a guaranteed clean sheet. And the Fulham game is a good opportunity of getting a clean sheet. So I think with the bonus points and save points Pope gets for getting the clean sheet, um, I think he's a really good captaincy option. But one issue with Nick Pope this week is the fact that I'd have to go through the whole game week. Well, not, not game week, the whole Burn- all the Burnley games worrying about every time Palace touched the ball, basically. And I don't think I want to do that. So I think if I was captaining Nick Pope, if I was captaining Nick Pope, I would not watch the Burnley games. Um, and that, that, that's really just the way it is, really. Um, so yeah, I think um, I'm going to end up going with Gundogan, but I could be easily swayed to go to Bruno or Nick Pope. Um, I'm leaning towards Pope or Gundogan because I want to captain a double game weaker. Because of the amount of captaincy blanks I've had recently, I just want to at least get the four, the four, the um, the um, the, the appearance points in both games, and you know, that that technically is a blank, but technically isn't if you don't, you know, if I'm not captain in a single game weaker. Um, so yeah, I think I'll go good to one or Pope, but I'm still undecided. So if you want to find out who I end up captaining, uh, remember to follow me in my my socials on Instagram and Twitter, and you can see there. So yeah, uh, final thing before we wrap up. Um, so obviously with um, the whole like flags and Carvet Lewin and Antonio and Diaz and Taylor, um, I'm gonna go through basically what my scenarios are as in terms of if Carvet Lewin's ruled out or if Antonio's ruled out like officially. Um, so as I said before with Taylor, he's staying in the squad either way because we've got this, we've got Son Deitch's, um update. Um, I'm pretty sure Pep has got a press conference tomorrow. I know he, he said something. About, say, I think was a, I think it was a post-match interview. He mentioned Diaz last night, or it may have been a press conference. But I'm not sure if Pep has another press conference. I do know Ancelotti has one. I think so. We'll have more clearer idea of what happens with Carvet Lewin. But if um, Diaz is out, or if we find out he's out anyway, if we don't find out anything. I'm going to play him because it's Diaz. Um, and if we don't find anything about Carvet Lewin, I think I'm going to take it as he's out. So I'm going to bench him for Suchek um, this week. Um, so that's, if Carvet Lewin's out, Suchek comes in um, off my be- off my bench. Um, if Diaz is out, then Dallas or White come in. But I think I'll play Diaz anyway, even if there's no update. So... Um, and then Antonio against Sheffield United. If he, if Moy says that he's out this week, I think I'm going to make a transfer from him to Ollie Watkins uh, this week. So, 
um, who plays Brighton, but also the fact that Ollie Watkins has a lot of double game weeks coming up soon. Um, so he'd be a really good asset to have. Um, so yeah, Ollie Watkins definitely intrigues me. But next, like as much as possible, I want to save the transfer this week so I have more information next week about the double game weeks and the blank game weeks and all that stuff. So if I can, if I can get a few press conferences saying that people are okay, then that'd be great. And if I can roll the transfer, that'd be really, really good. Um, so it allows me next week to make two transfers. Now, in terms of what my plan is, then, um, I'm, I've got two Leeds players for next week's double, and I don't plan on really adding to the doubles next week. I don't think Southampton are that amazing to, to buy this at the moment, and Leeds, I already have two of them. I don't need to buy a third one. Um, and it's also mainly because... Um, I'm going to bench boost and give me 26. I don't want to stock up on Leeds players that are, you know, I don't want to stock up on an extra Leeds player who's not have who does not have a double in the game of 26. So it will just be Dallas and Bamford for next week. In terms of my transfers then, so West Ham do not have a double game right now because they've got knocked out the FA Cup. So next week, I want to get rid of Antonio and Suchek. Whether Antonio gets moved out this week, I'm not sure. But either way, both, both will be removed next week. Um... So yeah, my plan basically is um, to go, if Antonio is okay for this weekend, next week I'll downgrade Suchek to Jorginho and upgrade Antonio to Harry Kane. Because um, Jorginho will have a double game week if Chelsea beat Barnsley tonight. And Kane is a double game week, even though he's out the FA Cup, there's a lot of rescheduled stuff. So Kane's likely to have a double game week. Um, um, so yeah, and I can't do the Kane move this week because I'm, I'm 2.0.2 million short and Kane plays Man City anyway, so Kane will be in next week or the week after. So yeah, that's if Antonio is okay for this week. Antonio is to check out for Kane and Jorginho. If Antonio is out for this week, it'll be Ollie, Ollie Watkins in next week and Jorginho in... I'll probably roll the transfer next week because I'm not going to play Jorginho if I get him in next week anyway, so... Yeah, that's basically the plan anyway. And then in the double, um, I'm hoping to have Watkins, Kane, Jorginho, and then change Dallas for someone like Luke Shaw or someone along those lines who has a double game week. And then that means I'll have taken a minus four hit to get 14 double game weekers out of 15. And that one person who doesn't have one, it will be Ben White who plays West Brom. So that is the plan. I want to bench boost in game week 26 without using a wild card. Um, and a lot of people ask me about when I'm using the well card. I'm planning on using it after the blind game week in game week 30 um, to get to, f to finish the season strong and to get rid of all the deadwood in the free hit because, well, not the free hit, in the blank because there won't be a lot of good teams in the blank from what I'm aware. Um, so, yeah, I think the well card in game week 30 is a good option for me. So, especially seeing as it looks like I'll have a lot of double game makers for 26 anyway, so I don't need to well card. So, yeah, that is the plan. The deadline's in two days, so yeah, I mean, I'm feeling pretty confident. I just want to get back up into the top 40k again because I, I fell so short last week, so hopefully I can do that. Um, and yeah, it felt good to have a wee, bit of a week off FPL. Um, there's no midweek games, so pretty happy about that. Um, so yeah, hopefully this game week goes well. Hopefully it goes well for you guys. If you guys have any questions before the deadline on Saturday, um, DM me on Twitter or Instagram and I can answer you those questions but for now i will see you guys in the next podcast and um, next week leading up to game week 25 catch you later